You guys ready for a banger of a podcast? Huh? Is that what you came here for? I mean, it's not going to be as good as that last one. Episode number 18. Take me to church. My friend Shayon. If you haven't listened to that yet, stop, pause right now, go back and listen to that one because this is not going to be as good as that one. Um, I honestly, I mean, that could be a whole series in and of itself. A Jew and a Muslim just going to church services. How great, how great of a gimmick is that, right? And Shayon, you know, he's so chill, easygoing, perfect for the podcast. Nothing like what they told me Muslims are like in school. Nothing, none of the murdery, none of the like, you know, trying to kill Jews. Like, he, not once, the entire, like, I've spent, you know, he was my friend in college, I spent some time with him. Not once has he tried to murder a single Jew, right? And that's like pretty good, I think. Um, I mean, it's better than, you know, I don't know, you know, um, uh, <laughs> where am I going with this? This is what happens when you're out of practice. It's been, um, it's, when's the last time I did this? Like two weeks ago. I'm not cutting this. I want you to know, listener, that this is raw. It's from the heart. It's fr- it's like it's like Joe Rogan. It's just pure, unfiltered, moronic sh- bullshit. Now, why? No, I, okay. Joe Rogan. I'm gonna. I've I've expressed previously on this podcast my love for Joe Rogan, and I think uh, that's a very controversial opinion to have because for some reason. A lot of people don't like him. Now, I know there was that video of him saying the N-word like a hundred times or something. And like, all right, that was pretty awkward. Uh, <laughs> I can't, can't, you can't get around that. It was, you know, it was uncomfortable. Um, to be fair to him, like, I, I, this whole rule about how white people can never say the N-word, even if it's in a quotation or whatever, that's like a relatively new thing to be like the mainstream thing that everybody knows. Um, so, like, I think that anybody who has, you know, something like that before they were, like, told, oh, you can't ever do that, like, it's, it doesn't mean they're a racist. Like, yeah, like, maybe you can say it was hurtful or whatever, but, like, it doesn't prove anything. The problem is that he had that other thing where he, like, he told this story about how he went into a movie theater in a black neighborhood and he was going to see Planet of the Apes, but when he walked into the theater... He was in Planet of the Apes, like, like basically calling black people apes. And, um, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, there, there's no, I can make excuses for the N-word thing, but that's, that's racist. <laughs> um, that's, that, yeah, that's, it's, it's racist. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's not good. But think about how much content Rogan has. And that was like the only thing they found. Right? I mean, maybe there's other stuff or whatever. But, like, what's my point? My point is that, yeah, he, he said that thing which came out in, like, the worst way possible. And he also immediately said, wow, that was really racist what I just said or something like that. Um, but but the, the, point, the point is that he has a lot of black guests on his show and he treats everybody with the same amount of respect. Um, and he made a mistake. And I think that all the people criticizing him or whatever, if you recorded every single thing they've ever said, everybody has some stupid thing that they've said that if you put it on a podcast and you make it sound like, oh, they really meant it, like, 
they it would be really bad. Um, I think yeah, everybody. I don't know, and I don't know a single person in my life who's never said something like really dumb or like ignorant that like they didn't really mean. They just said it in the moment. Um, well, actually, there's some people like you know those really quiet kids who like they just do their homework and they kind of you know they'll sit at the lunch table. I mean, I'm talking going back to high school now, <laughs> but like you know those those guys, you know the ones who I'm talking about. Like, I guess they've never said anything like that because they don't really because they don't say much. Like people who don't say much, they're not they're not gonna get into trouble for for saying saying wild shit. And that's maybe that's the lesson of this whole Joe Rogan thing is to not say anything. And that is why I took some time off. That is why it's been a while since you've had an episode of this. Uh, it's been a while since this has been an episode of podcasting to you from me. And what is what is really my point with that whole the whole Rogan thing? I watched this video. I watched this video of Trevor Noah like going after Rogan and like just like take just dissecting that whole video, the whole compilation of all the bad stuff, which was bad. I'm not saying it was good. But not once in this it was like an 8-minute video Trevor Noah just like just uh you know just going into to Joe Rogan, just criticizing him and just like making fun of him, and not once did he have the humility to even bring up the fact that his career was almost cut short by some stupid tweets from before he got big, and like his tweets were pretty bad. One of them said it was something about. Um, I almost felt bad for, like, running over a Jewish kid with my German car or something. Like, that's bad. That's, in my in my opinion, a joke like that is, I, I would say, comparable. I would say it's comparable to to, um, to the thing Rogan said about the, the apes in the theater, which he immediately was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> like, I shouldn't have said that, but then kept it on the podcast anyway because he has integrity. See, if he didn't have integrity, he would have gone back and said, Jamie, cut that shit out. I don't, want, I don't want this to show up in a video 10 years from now and for The Rock to no longer want to run for president with me. Like, that's, that's way he just leaves it in. Like, me, remember I had that, like, really awkward moment at the beginning of this podcast where I just didn't know what words to say? I'm keeping that in. It's for you. It's for you, the listener, who's really mostly me, the listener, because I am this podcast's number one fan, which is why I've been so upset that the makers of the podcast haven't been so active past week or so. They did that one fire episode with Shayon, Take Me to Church, and then took some time off to, to reflect. You know, I've, I've been reflecting on this and thinking about where... Where do I want to take this? Where, where do I want to go with this? Like, what are my big plans? And um, I don't know. I just gotta keep going. Just gotta keep keep chugging along, Lachaim. I just had a shot of whiskey. Maker's Mark. It's good shit. Good shit. You know, it was not great shit. It was the Batman. It was it was fine. It was fine. I liked how they got um 
the science guy, like Neil deGrasse Tyson to play Commissioner Gordon. I thought that was a great call. Um, I I was not a huge fan of like this like Gen Z like emo Batman thing. Um, like Bat, he was just kind of there. I don't know. It like he was just pouty. He was also kind of stupid. Like Batman is supposed to be like he his the his, his he doesn't have a superpower. His superpower is his intense focus. Also, the fact that he's a billionaire. But the billionaire, it's not just enough to be a billionaire. It's also the intense focus and attention to detail. And I noticed, like, the first scene of this movie, he kept getting shot. Like, he, like, and his armor deflected it, which, like, wasn't really a big deal. So I was actually, I actually liked it at first because I was thinking, oh, okay, so they're showing that he's actually not this insane guy that can just, like, dodge bullets. But it's his armor that gives him the superpower protection from bullets. Okay, that made sense to me. But then later on in the movie, um, he was doing that thing where he was just letting himself get shot. And then it, like, incapacitated him. And he almost died. Spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen the Batman yet. I probably should have said that up front. But you know what? It, it, it wasn't – I'm not spoiling. Like, it's, it's fine. You're going to get bored. It was – I got bored in the middle of this movie, which is – insane because i fucking love batman i've been waiting for this movie for so long and they didn't ruin it like it was it was fine it was a good movie like i'll watch the sequel like it was good but it, you know it's there if you're holding up to the standard of the dark knight it's um it's tough it's tough to get up to that but what i do have to say was going back to this batman being the stupid like He's a bit of a space cadet, honestly. He's, like, pouty, and he, like... There was this one scene where he was chasing... Like, he jumped off a building to, like... Uh, uh, yeah, he jumped off a building to escape something. I don't remember it exactly, but he, like, had this, like, flying squirrel suit or whatever that to, with, like, wings to, like... So he wouldn't just fall and splat on the pavement. Um, and then at the end, he was, like, trying to get to a bus so that he could, like, trying to land on a bus so that he would stay with the motion and, like... I don't know, like, soften the fall or whatever. But he pulled the parachute. He opened the parachute right about as he was about to get land on this bus. And the parachute got caught in, like, a, the, the, an, in a bridge because the bus was going under a bridge. And he, like, crashed into the ground or whatever. And I was watching this, like, thinking, like, like I could have seen that coming. And Batman didn't see it coming? Like, how has he done anything? Like, how this – I don't know. I – that's my thoughts on, on the Batman. Um, but go watch it. Neil deGrasse Tyson was amazing. Um, really great job. I really liked, uh, I really liked the, the – they made the penguin like an Italian mafioso. He sounded kind of like Tony Soprano, which was – after seeing The Godfather recently, which I saw it twice in theaters last week, amazing. So good. I mean I've seen it before, but I forgot how good it was. It's such a good movie. So maybe that's why I'm also being so hard on the Batman because the last movie I saw was The Godfather and, you know, standards. But, um, war, huh? <laughs> There's a war going on. I, lo I love, like, you ever talk to, like, really from Jews who anytime anything goes on in the world, they look at it from, like, the perspective of, like, protecting the – like, okay, like, I was – I went to my cousin's house a couple weeks ago, and um, some one – of, one of my 
the people I'm related to who was there said, um, you know, I don't, I don't know about, uh, I don't know about Ukraine, but Putin's always been good to the Jews. And, um, I mean, first of all, who, so what? Like, okay, what, that is totally irrelevant uh, to like anything that's happening. Um, number two, who told you that? Like, where, where, where did you, where did you read that? Like in the New York Post? Like, who? How do you? What makes you think that Putin is like good for the Jews? The, the you know, the twenty Jews that are left in Russia after like this history of persecution and anti-Semitism and not being allowed to practice their religion in Russia and being the refuseniks and like making Aliyah and going to Israel and like Israel's filled with Russians now. Like how many, how many Jews are there left for him to be good to, right? That's, that's number two. And number three, the president of Ukraine is a Jew. So if you're judging this conflict just based on which side should the Jews be on? I would say at least give the side led by a Jew, um, I don't know, some consideration, maybe. I don't know, aren't his, like, doesn't he come from Holocaust survivors? Like, and now his country's being bombed? Like, right? Like, I mean, I'm sure he, he must have come from Holocaust survivors. Like, well, he, I'm sure, like, there's no way his family, like, immigrated to Russia, to Ukraine, you know, from, like, I don't know, from America or whatever, to be like, yeah, let's settle down here for economic opportunity. And then uh, their son became a, you know, comedian president, which is such a, you know, it's so great. It's so great. I mean, I know people don't like the, that, that, you know, Trump was basically a comedian. I mean, he's not a comedian, but like he's a comedian. Let's let's be real. He's so much funnier than Biden. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say anything about politics because first of all, I don't really genuinely care enough, and also like I just don't want to trigger people. But if you had a I don't know. Let's say you were casting people for like a sketch comedy group, and Trump auditioned and Biden auditioned. There's no question you would take Trump. He's so much funnier. And also, and also, what was I going to say about Biden? Oh, yeah, I, um, I was at like this, uh, I was at a gas station. I was at the, the BJ's, BJ's like the wholesale gas station um, and filling up my car with gas. And there was a sticker next to the gas price of Biden. And he was pointing at the gas price. And there was a speech bubble that said, I did that. And I was looking at the gas price and it was like, pretty cheap because I was at a BJ's wholesale gas station where like I pay like a yearly membership to be able to use this gas station. So I don't know who put that sticker there. It was not great placement because like, I don't know, like thanks Biden, I guess. Right. Like, I mean, maybe it was more than it was before, but it was still not that bad. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about politics. Is that, is that, uh, is that is that controversial? Are you are you angry? Are you getting riled up? That's what I want to do. I want to rile people up into a fervor. I like fervor. I want to get people angry. I wanna I wanna uh, infuriate the masses. That's another my friend. Going back to the Putin thing, I had um like half of my cousins are like French for some reason and. This one guy said the funniest thing. He was like, 
for some reason we were talking about the war in Ukraine as if anybody, any of us like are remotely an, an expert in it. And he said, I am with Putin uh, because uh, he is taking advantage. Uh, why not? And like, I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Just this like French guy who like doesn't, who knows probably even less about the world than like most Americans. <laughs> Just like, I am with Putin. Why not? I don't know. War, I mean, it seems like looking at the what's happening, right? It seems like he's the bad guy, right? That's what it seems like, because he's, you know, attacking. But um, life has life is gray. Life's not black and white. And I don't read. I was in a taxi the other day. <laughs> I, um... Uh, 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 I was in a taxi, and I noticed that the like I was sitting behind the driver, and there was a little little uh, piece of paper like taped to the back of the the driver's seat's head. It said, um, uh, "Assaulting a driver is punishable by up to twenty five years in prison." And I thought that was a little weird, cause like why do you need a reminder that it's illegal to assault someone? Like, is that such a big problem that, like, he's constantly getting assaulted by people who forgot that that was illegal? Like, is someone going to get in the back of his cab and, like, plan on, like, robbing him and then see, oh, I forgot it's illegal. Oh, silly me. Like, is that going to happen? Like, also, up to 25 years? What if you kill him? Then you still only get 25 years? What if you, like, brutally kill him? Like, it's, like, really bad and you, like... Do it in, like, like a, a hatefully, like, a racist way, right? You make it a hate crime also. Is it still you up to 25 years? I feel like murder can go way more than that, right? Like, if that, I guess if you're going to murder somebody and you want to eventually get out of prison, a taxi driver would be the right person to do it because you can only get 25 years, right? According to that sign, right? Like, there's, if I, let's say I did assault him, right? Let's say I murdered him and then they try to send me to life in prison. I can say, what about the sign? There was a sign that said up to 25 years. I don't know. Taxi drivers a crazy job. It's it's funny like it, I thought that like taxi drivers are going to become completely obsolete cuz of like Uber or whatever. But now like they've raised the taxes or whatever on Uber so much to make it that yellow taxis are actually a little bit cheaper. I don't know if they actually are that much cheaper. But they're at least the same uh if not slightly cheaper. But regardless it's still way better to be an Uber driver. First of all, you could drive like a, a, a pretty car. You don't have to drive around in that ugly looking, you know, yellow thing. Like you can after work, you can take out a date in your car, right? And unless they pay attention to the license plate and see it starts with a T, they're not going to know that, you know, you're there in an Uber car. I mean, like you, you can tell them, like you should probably tell them what you do for a living. You could tell them you're like a brain surgeon or whatever if you were... Uh, you know, a uh, a manipulative type of person that likes to lie to women, but uh, or men. I don't know. Maybe we're maybe we're talking about lady Uber drivers, or I mean, most of them are men. Though let's be real. Let's. I don't even remember the last time I got into an Uber or a taxi. And it was a female driver. But regardless, it doesn't matter. The point is that it, the cars are prettier. It's just they're nice, and they also are usually more modern. Um, and the car is nicer. Number two, when you're driving an Uber, the people come to like the people just 
the app sends you people. It tells you where to go, and there's someone there waiting for you. When you're driving a taxi, you're just driving around and looking for people with their hands in the air. And then you got to, like, just pull over, and maybe it's on, like, a busy street. It's like, that's that's crazy that they're just driving around looking for people, looking for them, instead of just communicating through technology and making a match with someone that way. Um, but... Yeah, those are that's my thoughts on taxis, taxis and Ubers. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I'm at about 20 minutes now, and it's getting late. It's getting late. It's I'm recording this like it's almost 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night. It's warm in Manhattan. A little too warm, honestly. Like I went from it being freezing to now I'm like I have to open the windows in my apartment. It's too fucking hot in here. Um, but thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate you and good luck with whatever it is. Good luck with it. Bye-bye.